It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by DoorDash. Long day at work, stuck at the office? Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of 15 bucks or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 568 of Locked On Raptors for Monday, September 23rd. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. We've got all the NFL teams covered as well. Baseball, if your team is in the pennant race, make sure you're checking out the corresponding Locked On shows for those teams. If you're a fantasy basketball fan, Josh Lloyd's got you covered there. And if you're a hockey fan, get ready because one week from today, the Locked On NHL Network launches. I am the overseer of our expansion into the NHL, and I can tell you from personal experience, the inside knowledge, we have some excellent hosts lined up for you. So look forward to that September 30th if you're a hockey fan. Uh, not all the shows probably, but a lot of the teams will be covered as of launch day, September 30th. So stay tuned for that. Keep your eyes peeled in your feeds. Keep your eyes peeled for your favorite hockey people on hockey internet, and maybe they will be hosting one of those shows. All right. On today's show, I am joined once again by Katie Heindel. This is a continuation of our mailbag podcast from last week. This is a special episode because we got a mailbag question so good from Ari Ross, who's a longtime supporter of the show. It's so good we had to dedicate an entire episode to it. It's unbelievable. That question will be detailed once we get into the second half of the Mailbag podcast that myself and Katie Heindel recorded. This is a fun one. This is a weird one, as you would expect when Katie's on the podcast. So enjoy this one. It's a blast. Coming up later this week on Tuesday, I'm going to be joined by Dan Grant. We're going to go through my Ranking Every Raptor update that posted last Wednesday at RaptorsHQ.com, and he's going to yell at me for things that he thinks I've screwed up, which is great. We did that last year when I posted the first one, and we'll continue to do that this year. And uh, we'll also finish up the trivia tournament this week or get close to it, I think. Media Day is on Monday, so or on Saturday, sorry, so eventually we're going to have to start getting to real content about the Raptors and the preseason and all that good stuff, which is very exciting. They go to Japan very soon and we'll have a bunch of preseason games for us to digest but until then we'll fill your time with uh fun things like this podcast today and dan grant coming on to talk about the rankings and then also the conclusion of the trivia tournament we got two semifinals and a final to go so hopefully we can get that wrapped up this week or next week at the latest that should be a lot of fun all right let's get to the conversation now myself katie heindel and the best damn mailbag question we've ever received on this podcast taking up an entire half an hour of content. Enjoy the conversation. Have a good day, everybody. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's just get to it now because we're already like 25, almost half an hour into this thing. So let's get to the best mailbag question I've ever received. It's outstanding. (laughs) I'm so glad we got it. I believe it came from Ari Ross, who uh, is a lovely supporter of the podcast, former Patreon subscriber before I stopped doing the Patreon thing. So thanks to Ari for the constant support. He asks, and everyone, please go to the Instagram account of Andrea Bargnani to understand the question. Which Andrea Bargnani occupation do you think would fit each player on the Raptors roster? So if you're not familiar, again, go to the page. Andrea Bargnani's... Insta Instagram bio says Andrea Bargnani, DJ, influencer, blogger, lifestyle advisor, mental coach, PR guru, trendsetter, film producer, model, helicopter pilot, astronaut trainee, stay-at-home dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Bargs is thriving in his post-career. Also, his account is private, which is really funny. <laughs> encouragement to lie on your resume <laughs> uh so you said before the podcast that you were going through and trying to match trying. up i didn't yeah. do much prep unfortunately okay. so i'm just gonna be winging it here but let's begin dj which raptor is most likely to be a dj in in their oh. second andrea bargnani like life oh gee OG. I thought OG, yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know. I just feel like he is extremely cool. (laughs) (laughs) In the classic way that people used to think DJs were all (laughs) extremely cool. Uh, Yeah, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to talk. He just lets his his mixes do the talking. I also think he would be a really good DJ and that he'd be pretty bad and he wouldn't really care what he was playing. He'd probably play things off his phone. He probably wouldn't turn off his amplification <laughs> sound. So it would just be coming through the speakers at all times. <laughs> I feel like he'd probably do... Um, like, he just seems like he has a sort of... It'd be very dancey with him, I think. I don't think he'd... Like, I feel like he'd be able to keep the dance floor going for the entire night. I think I'm thinking back to... His singing in the car with Serge Ibaka, and it yes. seems like he he likes the upbeat side of things. He's not gonna you know bust out a lot of slow dance bangers because you know, frankly, who the hell wants those ever? They're never wanted. Um, so yeah, DJ makes sense. Influencer. Wait, so, you have to pick one. Oh, I'm I'm just picking a. Oh, I have to pick one for DJ. Uh. I think you should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of agreeing. I, yeah. I think that's. Oh, okay. You made a good call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, I don't think it's, I mean, maybe Surge? Like, if I'm thinking of which Raptor is most likely to randomly appear, like, on a DJ stage in Ibiza, who, oh, it's Marcus <laughs> Like, yeah. got himself into some hijinks, there was some sort of parade happening, he's many rosés in, and then he just sort of gets up there. He's got the arms flailing, trying to get the crowd up. Yeah, it's Marc Gasol. What am I saying? Yeah. DJ Mark. DJ Big Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Next one. Influencer. Which Raptor would be an influencer? I mean, some of them probably already are. 
I am going to give this one. This is my personal take on also the term influencer, which I feel like is so stupid. It's bad. means nothing and isn't descriptive at all to what people say it's supposed to be. But um, given that, I feel like... uh, I feel like it's going to be Matt Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Cameron Payne, just because it feels like influencing is sort of a thing you get into after all of the other roads have been exhausted. And then, you know, you're just like, all right, I guess I post to the gram a lot now. And Cameron (laughs) Payne feels like the kind of guy who's really, really close to that tipping point in his career. Okay. Yeah. But Matt Thomas... You know, there's, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what does Matt Thomas's Instagram look like? We could probably look this up. Let's. I don't think I have because I didn't ever think about him before right now. Matt Thomas, looking it up right now. This is very good podcasting. Uh, he's got, oh, he's got uh, across his stories, okay. like his, his stuck in stories, whatever those are called, the permanent stories. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the different countries he's played in. Uh He's got Spain, Italy, Germany, Russia, and Great Britain. Okay, I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard, but he has the Instagram of an influencer. Yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. He's uh, looking out over mountains, standing on rocks. Yes! He's, he's in front of the Olympic <laughs> rings. Uh-huh. Influencer. Mm-hmm. He's in Whistler. Oh my, that's some Kevin Love shit. He's in Whistler, of course. Yeah, Matt Thomas is the influencer. He's the influencer. <laughs> Apparently he can dunk. Actually, this is a very good picture. Have you seen this one? It's like a couple rows down where he's hanging. Yeah, but this is what influencers do, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, look at look at this crazy thing I did. And look at me at my dunk. very so best. Like a stepladder that he climbed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just double-check campaign just to make sure. Uh, I was campaign i don't see him on here oh, maybe it's cameron Payne. okay all his pictures are of him traveling or of himself of, so oh yeah that's also like yeah. extremely influencer shit uh oh i don't know i think but what the hell i'm scrolling campaign he's got a picture of him looking at his own jersey from murray state uh there's a couple That's ins- just introspective. There's a couple of inspirational quotes on here. Um, he makes a good use of the video, actually. I don't know. He's definitely not as influency as influency influencery. This as is the difference to me Matt because, yeah. like, I like. Uh, I think you could say of like a generation, a lot of people understand now how to use Instagram in a specific way, mm-hmm. but. I think the difference is people that are really like trying to curate their feed. Yeah, yeah. He's really worried about the way the squares are laid out, Matt Thomas is. That doesn't seem to be quite uh, what campaign's worried about. There's a lot of sort of similar pictures next to each other. They'll kind of blend together on the on the squares. Yeah. I think you're right. Matt Thomas is the influencer. You've convinced me. Thank you. Blogger. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Blogger was easy to me just because I pictured him like sitting alone at his computer occasionally like doing what I do when I have writer's block which is like stare off at the middle distance to nothing uh, and then go hmm and then come back to it (laughs) 
Rhonda Hallis Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got that energy for sure. I wonder if he's written any blogs. For some reason, with like specific kind of reading glasses low on his face mm. while he's writing. <laughs> Does he have anything by? Uh... He doesn't have anything right now on Players Tribune, so that. Is a bit of a strike against him. I think Kyle's the only guy who has a Players Tribune article of all the Raptors. Does Pascal not? Yeah. I don't think so. Mm. He might. I might be wrong. Let me look it up. Pascal Siakam, Players Tribune. Sorry for the typing sound. I know people get really mad when they hear the typing sound on the microphone. I apologize. Yes, he does. Oh, he does? Yes, he does. Yeah. What was his piece about? Oh, um, it's about his father. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's from his rookie season. Uh-huh. Huh. Contender I did not expect. <laughs> but I think there's a difference between a blogger and, like, a writer. Right? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, here's one. What if Serge Ibaka became a food blogger? Uh-huh. Like a How Hungry Are You blog. And I feel like he'd be the kind of guy... If he's putting away his, his recipe of oil and herb goop and salt and pepper for whatever he's making, like, you have to scroll through a 1,500-word blog post just to get to that. Right. I could see that being Serge's future. I can't see it being his future because it's really not, like, glamorous enough. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to come back and circle around back to that one. But your pick is Rondé, correct? Yes. Okay. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lifestyle advisor. Uh, I didn't get to this one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like if you, if you want a decent lifestyle advisor, like a mentor type, you want someone that actually has some life experience mm-hmm. versus like someone who's maybe a year older than you and just like, wealthier (laughs) which you can't relate to so I feel like who I want as my lifestyle advisor is Kyle Lowry okay um because he has had a great life and he's handled it well Mm -hmm. and he's had a lot of different stages in his career he's been like perceived in a lot of different ways his character has like constantly grown and evolved um, along with his game uh, and I think he is like a thinker and he takes all that stuff into into consideration you know yeah yeah I... but I guess it's, he's not like a lame lifestyle advisor yeah I, the thing with Kyle is I feel like he kind of you know I'm sure he's very like nice to the youth in the, in the locker room and stuff like that but for the most part he does kind of keep to himself. I feel like he'd want to sort of keep his lifestyle advice as something proprietary, where it's just for him and his children, and that like he doesn't want to really spread that around. 
it's not that he doesn't want to. It's just that he doesn't really think to. He doesn't. It's not like the thing he's like trying to go out and do. Whereas I feel like Fred Van Vliet to me is the lifestyle coach. He's been through a lot. He's has a lot of life experience, even though he's only 25, 26. He has a kid. He's got good work life balance. He, you know, managed to go on vacation a lot this summer while also doing camps and being a, a new father. He, I, I just, I kind of feel like Fred Van Vliet. He's gone through a lot of injury and stuff like that. He's persevered through that. What are your thoughts on Fred as a lifestyle coach? Yeah, you've convinced me, but uh, <laughs> this is going to require me to flip him from something. But conveniently, I can slide Lowry into the same spot. Outstanding. All right. So we'll wait till we get there, and I'll reveal what it is. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Next up is mental coach. Oh, it's the next one. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I had Fred here Mm -hmm. because of all the same reasons that you said, mostly just, like, toughness and, like, you know, really committing when, like, it seems like your last chance is, like, done but like not giving up on betting on yourself if you will (laughs) but I feel like that is more yeah it's a mental attitude but in all the other things that you said mostly vacations and the way that he's chosen to like now reap the rewards of his lifestyle I think he's a good lifestyle advisor and I think Bowery is a good mental coach yeah I don't don't disagree entirely although i will say i think norman powell for me is the mental coach he's been through a lot of different sort of ups and downs through his career he has uh-huh. had his role changed quite a bit a bit which which can, which can be tough on your sort of day-to-day you know psyche when you're playing in the nba he never really seems to know exactly what his role is going to be never knows when he's going to have to be thrust into a game yet still through all of that uncertainty, he's able to understand the grind, stick with it, and then destroy the Milwaukee Bucks whenever the the moment calls for it. So I think because of the way he's able to sort of keep himself centered despite all of the turmoil and the ups and downs and the roller coaster life that he's had as an NBA player, uh, his able to his ability to sort of hone all that in and just put it all to the side when he really has to most, I think for me is the reason why I'd like him to be my mental coach. Sure. Yeah? Okay. All right. Next one. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Next one here. PR guru. (laughs) This is the one that I feel like Bargs is the least equipped for. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like putting a spin on yourself, which he's never been. No. I mean, actually, I guess he did trick quite a lot of people, so... (laughs) Maybe he is good at it. No, that was Brian Colangelo's PR, not Vargas's. <laughs> um, I actually don't know. So if you would like to take the lead on this one. I would say Stanley Johnson because he was okay. a high pick that fizzled out pretty quickly and has never really shown much in the way of NBA skill, yet he was still the first guy the Raptors called when Kawhi Leonard left and they needed a defensive wing, he still has that sort of reputation. Whether it's earned or not, I don't know, but he's sending out good press releases and building up that hype about his defense. And I think other players drafted maybe a little bit lower 
or who have shown a similar lack of growth on the offensive end would just be out of the league by now. I think Stanley Johnson has somehow managed through his, like, just raw physical shape and his, you know, the, the way he sort of called out LeBron in the past that defended LeBron pretty well for, like, one game in one series and sort of built him up as this sort of, built himself up as this defensive wizard. I think he has prolonged his career just by that, and I don't really know if there's any actual reasoning behind it aside from good PR. All right, I accept. That's a good, that's a good answer. I agree. Uh, all right, next one. Trendsetter. Okay. So... This is... I'm going to defer to I you think, on this one. All right. This is... Um, <clears throat> A little bit tough because I we're only gonna do one person per each thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say Pascal Siakam. Okay. I'm gonna say in two parts. I'm gonna say that he the, he's not there yet as far as like. He did definitely have a great summer, and I feel like I saw him setting some fashion trends. Mm-hmm. But I feel like give him a few more years, and he'll be much more comfortable with that. Yep. He's not quite there yet, but he did set the trend <laughs> for like his own career in that he is constantly improving. He's kind of like this guy now that every team's looking for the Pascal Siakam type. Yeah. Right? And, like, this is the narrative now. It's like, who's the next Pascal? Guys, I'm sorry to say, there isn't one. <laughs> yeah, it's the... It's, it's the, just him. Yeah. And that's how it goes with trendsetters. People, like, copy one thing about them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's only one Beyonce. There's only one Pascal Siakam. There's only one Draymond so, Green, who I would argue was the trendsetter that sort of led in the natural progression to Pascal Siakam. <laughs> uh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on court stylistically, um, not, think, <laughs> not I otherwise. So. I think it's a trend, like, to be a trendsetter, I think, in, like, a very pure way, you aren't necessarily aware of yourself sort of, like, setting these trends as you're mm. doing them. So, for past, like, in a really earnest way. And mm-hmm. then, like, that's why I think that's what's so attractive to a lot of people is because you're just, like, you're just, like, acting naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pascal, like, coming into the game so late not even really thinking he likes basketball at first (laughs) (laughs) and then just like blowing by all these like career markers and then just like having the year of his life and career last year um yeah for me for me in like a very pure um and like good feeling and not like egotistical driven way Mm -hmm. it's Pascal. Yeah, it does flow very naturally from him, the trend-setting aura. The, the, I mean, I do think, I agree with you, Pascal's the right answer, but we're going to feel really dumb about this if in 10 years, triangle sunglasses are what everyone's wearing. Well, yeah, what's the next one? <laughs> the next one is uh, film producer. Okay, so we're not there yet, no. but I'll let you... This would have been Lorenzo Brown, by the way, but he's not on the team anymore. Damn. <laughs> Okay, so I guess this is kind of like, do you think this is just some sort of retirees move? And then, 
do you think it's like a passion project job? <laughs> like doing it while they're playing, like the, like a side hustle to open gym is like whatever player this is, like documentary. Yeah, or is it someone who's like fully arguing on the phone every minute of the day trying to get the picture made (laughs) i'm not paid that much for that site no no not happening yeah um this is a good one i don't know if anyone on the team really has like a feel producer energy yeah like (laughs) they're pretty like I would say OG, but OG doesn't seem loud and abrasive enough to be a film producer. Yeah. But it does seem like he would sort of be very auteuristic in his films, for sure. True. Yeah. Um, you know what? I might say Malcolm Miller, because I feel like he is the kind of guy who's watching everything go (laughs) from behind the scenes. (laughs) So he's catching all these details that a lot of the players up front miss because mm-hmm. they're playing or they're like in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got a good wide lens perspective of everything and he can like work out the details. How about that? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good uh, way to put it down. Also, when he wears his glasses, he has uh, extreme film producer energy. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a damn shame. <laughs> That Patrick Patterson is no longer on this team because he would be far and away the yeah, film producer that's the of the obvious bunch. answer. I was considering still answering Patrick Patterson, <laughs> but, but I uh, didn't. Uh, next one, model. Search. Yeah, it's search. <laughs> Come on, like he he is but one that already. Was what was tough about like trendsetter? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. it's like ooh, it, in fashion and lifestyle, it's search. Too. Yeah, he—it's not even close. He's—he wins. I, Bargs, I don't know your thoughts. Is Bargs as a model? He always seemed rather doughy to me. I'm not sure Primo Pasta really lends itself. And this isn't a fat shame or anything. I mean, I—I I prefer that plus size model be be more frequently seen in, in fashion magazines and whatnot. But that's just not the really re- the reality we live in. And therefore, I don't really think Bargs really has much of a foothold in there. Um, when you Google Andrea Bargnani model, nothing comes up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new. This is going to be a different podcast where we just Google Andrea Bargnani film producer. Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do a film producer right now. See what he's doing. Uh, nope, just stuff about his Instagram bio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think. No, where is he modeling? I don't think so. When you're looking at it like we just did, a, like, is it Serge or Andrea Bargnani? Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. There needs to be a uh, at, like personal life or after post-career days for Andrea on his Wikipedia page. I would like that. Please, uh-huh. Wikipedia, figure that out. Um, but yeah, Serge is the model. Next one up. <laughs> Helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I was kind of like, now I realize I gotta put a replacement, but mm-hmm. I uh, I think OG strikes me. Really? Really? Because he seems so, he'd be so calm again, mm. you know? 
See, I feel I like you don't. You have to be calm. <laughs> you have to be calm to be a good helicopter pilot. But I think the type of person who gets into helicopter piloting is maybe a little bit more wacky, and they maybe learn yeah. how to become calm on the job. Maybe the helicopter piloting is exactly what sort of calms them down. And for me, okay, so yeah, okay, go ahead. Well, Patrick McCaw is the most chaotic guy on the team. He's like all over the place. His <laughs> dribble is messed up. He just like jumps passing lanes erratically. He's the agent of chaos when he's out there, and that's nice. But I feel like maybe he needs to sort of hone those motor skills a little bit by becoming a helicopter pilot, and maybe he'll be a more useful player. Yeah, I suppose his erratic movements do look like that of a helicopter. <laughs> Chris, like Chris Boucher as well, a little bit. Him. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to say, judging from some photos I've seen of Cameron Payne making extremely strange hand gestures <laughs> after he shoots, I'm going to, it's, I'm going to say him. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hard to argue with that. Next one up. Good Lord. Astronaut trainee. <laughs> I said it was Marc Gasol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it could be any of those guys because, like, I don't I, want it to be. I don't want any of them to go to space. No, I don't think it could be anyone who's over six feet tall because I think the rules are for space is you can't be over six feet tall. The rules for space. <laughs> Space law says... Yeah, yeah, you can't go. You're too tall. Yeah, like um, I just don't think you could be comfortable in those little pods they send you up in. I don't know how space works, but... Um, so, I've already said Fred Van Vliet for something, and I want to keep Kyle for something else. So, I don't really know. I'm kind of at a loss here. I guess I could say Matt Thomas. I also don't <laughs> think this is true. Absolutely not! <laughs> There's no way! <laughs> Andrea Bargnani, astronaut. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, nope, just his Instagram bio stuff again. No. Uh-huh. Nothing about space uh, bargs. No. Space bargs. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not Matt Thomas? He can go to space for yeah. the whole team. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, and lastly... Stay at home, dad. Is this who you have Kyle for? Yeah, this is Kyle. I mean, I think that's okay. all he ever wants to do is just hang out with his kids and be at home, and sometimes True. play basketball. Now that he's won a title, I feel like he might just call in sick sometimes, be like, <coughs> "I'm sick," but he's just got like an enormous Lego city going on, and he doesn't want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the obvious answer for this for me would have been CJ, but he's gone. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Who even has but, kids on the team right now? Gasol does, right? Yeah. Serge, Fred, Kyle. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Got, like some single, not single, some of them partnered up. But it's like young guys. It is, yeah. It's not the same team as it was with like Damar and Amir and like Chuck Hayes. Yeah. Where no. they were just all so fatherly. <laughs> Chuck could go to space. Chuck is the right size for space. That's true. Yeah, five foot seven. Definitely, he could go to space. Yeah. There we go. 
And Maybe he's, he is in space. And he's, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, no. No, he's still on the chuck wagon. Just out in the, <laughs> out in the wilds. In the plains. New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we've reached the end of Andrea Bargnani's Instagram profile, mercifully. <laughs> are you surprised that there are any positions that were left off? Like, jobs that he could have had? Oh. I may be putting you on the spot here, but... <laughs> I don't know. Like, what else could he... He could have been like, like oh, brain surgeon, <laughs> cowboy, uh, <laughs> like, award-winning recording artist. <laughs> Maybe he tries to, like, step in on uh, Jose Calderon's sort of territory and say he's like a, like a goat farmer or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Horse whisperer. Why not? Like, why... Gypsy... <laughs> Deep sea free diver. Yeah. He could add all those things because that's the direction this bio is going. I'm surprised there's nothing relating to the word content. I feel like that should be something that's in there. Like content creator. <laughs> I mean, he's given us this. He so. sure has. Yeah, he actually is the only content creator that we need. Uh, <laughs> Andrea Bargnani. Hope you're doing okay, pal. And uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to try to follow him and see if he'll allow me to follow him i mean i hope he's getting compensated for his 10 million jobs <laughs> protected account that's so wild i just requested so we'll see we'll see how true it is we'll maybe rep- there's gonna be a picture of him in space <laughs> oh my god i'll report back next time there's a pod for sure <laughs> i really really hope so <laughs> uh all right, Katie, I think we've reached the end of this uh, about half an hour ago, but hey, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> sticking around. This was a lot of fun. I'm not My sure if I'm going to break this into two parts or not, but uh, yeah, that was a great time. Katie, do you have anything you'd like to plug right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you doing stuff for Dime Up Rocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I have a couple things I'm working on, long-form pieces, so keep an eye out uh, on Dime Mag for that if you want to subscribe to Basketball Feelings now on Substack mm-hmm. you can do that please um, that's it you know amazing for me right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no soft sell definitely subscribe to Basketball Feelings it's so so good it's, it's the best thing I get in my inbox all week so check it out um also katie is officially part of the locked on raptors fam going forward she will be making weekly appearances throughout the season which is very awesome and i'm very excited about it and uh thanks katie for for agreeing to talk like nonsense with me once a week that it's gonna be nonsense but it's gonna be fun yeah i mean we're already doing it so yeah why the hell not yeah uh (laughs) And that's going to do it. Thank you so much. Please subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It's very much appreciated. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, you can still pick up We the Champs if you're feeling a hankering to uh, refresh your memories of the Raptors winning the title. You can pick up We the Champs at a bookstore near you or online at Indigo. Don't buy it off Amazon because they are evil. So just get it off Indigo. And uh, or just go to a local local bookstore. I think there's some local shops that have it. And if not, ask them to bring it in because I'm sure... Our publisher will send it to them if they want it. All right, that is going to do it. Thank you so much. We will talk to you next time with another episode of Locked on Raptors. 
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.